0: Hello, and this is Uthology Live, coming at you from Oregon, okay? Dude, hey, while you text a friend and get in touch with someone to join us on this podcast this week, please go ahead right now, text a friend, I have got to give you some incredible news. Wow, what a weekend. So, really, I'm stalling, okay? Text a friend, say, hey, you gotta jump on and watch it live. I wanna give a shout out to the group in Texas tonight who is meeting as youth leaders, and uh, the youth pastor called me and said, hey, man, we're doing the live podcast tonight, and so we're in the front room, and they've got about 20 of their leaders, so peace, what's going on, Texas? Thanks for joining us. Also, you know, as I'm stalling, to get into our topic tonight, and you're joining, having friends join us, You know that you can join us on all kinds of formats. Once this podcast is done here live on Facebook, vlog, write, whatever, then we're going to post product it and uh, create a manuscript from it. And it will go up on our website at youthology.com, Y T H O L O G Y.com. And then also, you'll be able to watch it on iTunes by uh, Monday afternoon sometime, maybe Tuesday morning. And you can uh, check us out there at your convenience. And then, don't forget, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Please go there. Some junior high kid in Oregon this weekend said to me, hey, I heard you have a YouTube channel. And actually her and one of her buddies, uh, boyfriend, walks up. They're like, where's And I showed her my page. They're like, dude, sick. I'm like, "Mm, not really, but thank you. Anyway, that's where kids are at today. So you can follow us over at YouTube also. But I'm so excited about tonight. Now that you've texted a friend and had them join us, what we're doing is a um, a Q&A of questions that have been sent to me over the weekend. And so I'm going to cover those. Uh, there's uh, there are actually three or four questions. We're going to have time for two of them. And um, actually, there's three questions, but I'm going to answer two of them and give you an announcement on the third. So that's coming. But man, wow, this weekend in Oregon, I just got to give a shout out to the Oregon Next Gen uh, Conference Convention this weekend. Wow. So many great leaders. I mean, I'm really impressed with what those leaders are doing in Oregon. One of the youth leaders, who's also part, one of the directors, said to me today, Jeff, there were over 600 kids that responded to the altars on Friday night. Dude, you should have seen it. I know I've kind of posted it and shown you a little bit of social media, but I'm telling you, man, it was fantastic. And it's really encouraging too. And so I just want you to know God is moving. Okay? God is moving all over this nation and you you youth leaders who are leading this do props out to you. Thank you so much for working so hard. So tonight, QA. I'm gonna answer some questions that came in. And the first question was this. You travel a lot. What are the trends in youth ministry? Okay, so here they are. All right. I'm just I'm gonna give you two positive ones and two negative ones. And I know that we've talked about this before, and I've got several blogs in the past two to three years on this. But um, here, here's something fresh. Okay, so let me do let me do the negative ones first. The two trends that I see, two negative trends that I see that we we have to improve on, is the brokenness of the family. Youth ministry must model family ministry. You know, I've said this before, and I think you know it. We are not just raising a fatherless generation anymore. We are raising a fatherless, motherless and siblingless generation. Most students today they, they don't know who their real mom or their real dad or they don't they're not being raised with a brother and a sister who tell them what to do. <laughs> you remember back in the day, right? you had that older brother or older sister who would kind of bring correction and help you. We're not seeing that today because the, the our, our students are family-less, okay? family not just fatherless. It's not fair to just say that because it's broader than that now. And so one of the things that has to happen to counter that uh, negative, that negative trend, not just in our culture, but, you. Know, uh, Showing up in our ministry in the church, if we're going to counter broken families in a familyless situation, we have to model family ministry. Whether that's the youth leader in their family, modeling worship together and prayer together, and having students over to the home and showing them how a family, uh, how a family does devotions at dinner or how they treat each other, whether that is on your leadership team. Having uh, more than just young adults, you know, hip, hip young adults working on the leadership team, but having uh, a, older adults, middle-aged adults, young marrieds, and, and even grandmas, grandfathers and grandmothers who can model um, that kind of relationship with students, okay? So that's the first negative trend. The second negative trend is, um, I know you see this too, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it as an identity a negative a negative identity issue. And we could go with just like purpose and uh, uh finding my calling or we could talk when it comes to identity crisis it, as the sexual revolution also. Man, I know you see it on a weekly basis like I do. So much confusion. So much confusion when a student, when a junior high student comes up to me and tears right just a couple of weeks ago comes up to me in tears and says you 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 mean i may not be gay just because i've had these attraction these feelings of attraction for our my girlfriend right they're all on the bed they're texting and she thought to herself i wonder what it would be like to kiss a girl you've had the conversations and i had said in that message same-sex attraction does not mean that you're gay right? That's just the temptation part of it. And for for her to have heard that and come up to me with her youth leader and say, wow, I'm working through this. And like, say that to me again. And I said it to her again. It was so relieving. But it's that purpose and that identity that both comes from not knowing my calling and who I am in God and this sexual revolution that the students are going through today and the confusion there, Right? Uh, like even how to treat each other. This this weekend in Oregon, one of the youth ministries did a fine arts presentation that was so relevant. It was so current today. And they dealt with uh, date rape and violence. And I was like, dude, you just go. I was so proud of them. And I went up afterwards and told them, dude, you are handling issues that divide, that people are having struggles with. So I am so proud to uh, to see our students countering that culture, so those two things, uh, a familyless less trend, um, encountering that with modeling family, and this identity trend, both in the purpose and what our kids are called to, and also the sexual revolution. Let me give you two positive things in this trend question. I love the diversity that I see in youth ministry. Man, I, I, you can, listen, it's so simple. We're gonna get what we promote and I'm promoting reparations, I'm promoting unity, I'm promoting racism and forgiveness, I'm promoting a future, a future, okay? Because if we look at the past racism in our country and we are buried by that because we can't get over that, we are never going to allow this generation to move on, hear me, and write its own narrative because they wanna write it. They wanna write it, but sometimes the people with the pen are rewriting. Hear me. They are rewriting the narrative that was written before. Now, hear me. I didn't say that there's not racism in America. It is evident. It is so evident. But hear me. It's so encouraging also to see young people who are embracing each other. Look at look. Just look at the at social media. My social media the last few weeks. And you can say, oh, that's anecdotal. That's one place. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Don't say that. This is Newark, Wisconsin, London, Brussels, Sacramento, um, uh, Northern Missouri, Columbia, Um, here this weekend in, in Portland and Albany, Oregon. I'm telling you, I see it everywhere. It's so powerful. And I just want to give a shout out to youth ministries and youth leaders who are embracing diversity and inclusion, right, and reparations and healing. And then the second positive trend that I see is theology. Like, even two years ago, I talked about this, how there's just such a lack of theology in youth ministry. But I'm watching youth leaders come alive with this. I I really am. Youth leaders who are getting back to the word of God. Youth leaders who are like saying, you know what? I want my students to know the Ten Commandments. I want my students to know the difference between the Old and the New Testament. I want my students to know the Sermon on the Mount and all of those things that Jesus taught in Matthew five, six, and seven. I want my students to know how to pray. I want my students to know the gifts of the Spirit or the fruit of the Spirit. Man, I'm telling you, it's so powerful. Okay, so that's the trend question. Secondly, and we got, man, we gotta move. I get stuck. We're at 10 minutes already, okay? Uh, This next question is, when do I split junior high in senior high, okay? That was, um, th- that's exactly the question that came in. So I wanna answer it, uh, li- listen, I don't have all the right answers. I'm not in your setting and you, hear me, you know what's best for your setting. So I'm gonna give you my answers, right? That, that That's what this is for. And, I, and I, I, man, I've been around, I've seen the positive and the negative. I've seen this solved different ways. I've seen youth groups split this and go back to it. I've seen them who were split, who went to the the, the single meeting and then went back to the split. So I've seen it both ways. So let me tell you how I feel about that. First of all, there's two settings. There is the conglomerate setting or the group setting, what I'm gonna call the rally, the youth service, the rally when they're all together. And then there is that life that sometimes makes their stage different between junior high and high school. The the, the practical part of it, okay? So here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. Instead of just splitting up uh, middle school and high school in that rally setting, because you think, you know, they can't handle it, they're not mature enough. You know how I feel about that. I've talked about this many times. Our school system treats middle schoolers way more mature than the church does. These kids can take it. They can handle it. Oh, yeah, but, but but Jeff, the parents, the parents are all over me. I, I get that. Then meet with the parents and share your vision with them and show them how you have leaders who are stepping in and helping you with it. So anyway, let me get to that rally thing, okay? Maybe it's your, the lead pastor, right? The my lead pastor wants me to split. Well, then listen to the lead pastor. Share your concerns, your heart, where you want to go. But let, So answering this, okay, in just like another minute or 90 seconds, In the rally setting, I love the students together because then the younger students see the older students worshiping, handling the Bible. And sometimes the older students see the younger students doing that too, right? That maturity level that could be totally different, right? Between an eighth grader and a senior. So modeling, you know, spirituality. The other thing about this is we need the gifts of the spirit and the movement of the spirit to be flowing in our youth ministry so that the kids aren't waiting waiting until convention or they're not waiting until camp or they're not waiting until the special guest comes. But on a regular basis, they're in a presence-based ministry. Now hear me, I know, I've heard it. I've heard it before. The gifts can move in small group. The gifts can move in question, you know. No, listen, I know they can, I've seen it, but it's not happening. It's not. Most of us, be honest, it's not happening there. It's talk time right? We're breaking it down. It's easier to manage that kind of programming. Hear me. Our students cannot miss the presence of God in that rally setting. And so the second part of the answer in 30 seconds, that was a minute. Okay. 30 seconds here. The second part of the answer for this splitting junior high and senior high. Why don't you split the event? Okay. The events that you have and the discipleship. Instead of moving them out of this larger energy this larger place for the spirit to move this worship together modeling together instead of moving them out of that why not split your events do separate middle school events separate high school events split the discipleship and now we did that sometimes but i didn't want them i didn't like to separate them very often i really didn't uh anyway Split the discipleship time. Different small groups for for them and all that. Okay, all right. So hopefully that helps you a little bit. Um, yeah, again, I'll put some more prax on this and we'll get into it. All right. Last question. Uh, the question came out, and this is this is kind of a promo question. When is your book coming out? <laughs> okay, I'm glad you asked. So uh, the resource. I love to give you a resource each week. The resource this week is my book is coming out. Okay, it's called Youthology, the study of youth. And You know our ministry is called Youthology, and I'm so humbled by it. I, as a matter of fact, I'm broken writing it today. Uh, I'm getting ready to fly back uh, to Minneapolis like in about an hour, and I was, I'm here in the, in the hotel room, and I'm writing, and I'm like God, I hope that what I'm sensing as I write this chapter, as I write this chapter, I hope that the, the people will sense the same thing that I'm sensing right here in the room. So anyway, update. I'm it's editing. I'm editing it. I'm already over a couple hundred pages, and it's gonna be a youth ministry specific book, okay? Uh, My guess is, you know, before the summer, I I really wanted it to come out April 1, And that was no joke, but it's not coming. And so I'll be getting it to the publisher like in the next week or two. And then it takes me four to six weeks or so to get it back. The goal is to have it for the summer camp season to uh, give to teams. And so they can uh, study that together. So that's the that's the last question. Thank you for joining us. This was Youthology Live, episode 41, Questions and Answers. Please check us out on all the socials. And you have a great week. Join us back again next week on Sunday Night Live for 12 Minutes of Learning. Thank you.